Welcome everyone to the CU podcast. My name is Jessica. Today um, I have my friend Gabriella on the podcast and we talk a little bit about her experiences of abuse, particularly from her mum growing up and some of the things that she does in order to stay grounded, but also how setting boundaries, often removing yourself from a toxic environment can really just help anyone um, heal from the environment or heal from the experiences that they've encountered in their lives. So without further ado, I welcome Gabriella on the podcast. Welcome Gabby, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? That's good. It's so nice to have you. Um, it's also nice to be at your house. So oh, different. I miss having you here. Oh, I've never had you here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss you too. Um, well, let's get started. My first question to you is um, like, where do you feel or what do you feel your life was like probably from about childhood to now? And can you talk a little bit about the experiences that you had? Because I know that for you, your childhood was quite traumatic and it sort of led you on a certain path. I want to know about it. Yeah. Well, I guess growing up, I was in a pretty scary situation at home with my mum. I know that we didn't really have the best relationship at mm. the start. Um, even growing up just as a child, it was very abusive and a lot of um, things happened that was yeah it was really scary and then I guess getting older it didn't get any better and it it was just um something that I had to get through and to where I am now I guess do you feel like you know why your mum might have been abusive like has like she gone through anything herself or I think it's more like I guess growing up in her family it was pretty much the same but it was from her dad mm. with her mum. And I guess growing up, she didn't want to see or be that person that was being abused. So then she became that strong woman that, I guess, instead of, yeah, abu- like being the abuse if that's mm. even a word, mm. <laughs> she was the abuser. Mm, yeah. So it's almost like a an ancestral kind of pattern, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously like it was quite scary for you do you feel like it affected the way you maybe interact with people whether it was at school or in your friendships relationships like how did it affect you and and your own self-esteem I guess growing up I was very um, people pleasing in Mm. terms of making sure that whatever anyone wanted from me I was the first one to be there Mm. and then that was really hard because it wasn't always the one thing that I wanted to do so I was just doing it because I didn't want to disappoint them Mm. do you feel as well that maybe your conditioning because of your mum and the way she was treating you you had to be that people pleaser to feel validated yeah to feel loved yeah without doing what she wanted otherwise like it would just turn into a fight Mm. and that was just constantly what it was unless it was what she wanted then yeah it was just constantly fighting arguing there was just points where she got so angry and so aggressive that there was one time where she literally knocked my door down because I was at home 
because she just at the time didn't want me there but then mm. as soon as I leave she's going crazy because I'm I need to be home mm, so mm. it was never nothing was ever right with her mm. um I kind of want to touch on that a little bit like do you know what sort of triggered her like to be in these moods or was it you know that you were just in the way like mm, I honestly it was I could never tell what was triggering it because it was just everything everything no matter what I did everything Mm. made her angry Mm. and it was always I guess contradictory of her because every time I do something she would say oh you need to do the opposite so then I do the opposite and then it was still wrong Mm. so it was almost like she was never satisfied yeah never ever ever do do you feel like you ever experienced any form of love from her I personally don't feel like it was the way that I wanted to be loved Mm. like I have a lot of friends that are so close with their Mm mums and I never had that I was always I guess avoiding her because I knew that it would just turn into an argument Mm. so the like even just graduating like university I thought that that would be enough to finally prove something that I was Mm. worthy of something Mm. worthy of that love and then it it wasn't even like she cared. So I don't feel like it's the way that I want to be loved. Mm. And that would have been hard, like, I guess, as a child and even a teenager, you know, the one person who's biologically meant to love you, like not feeling like you were loved might have given you a skewed perception of what relationships should mm-hmm. be like as well. But it seems, you know, amidst all of the chaos and amidst all of the shit that you went through, some good came out of it do you want to maybe Mm. talk about that like what was what I guess what were those key things that you can take away from that experience and know that if you hadn't gone through that you wouldn't be who you are today well I guess the first thing that that came out of that was that I knew what I wanted to be and that was definitely not what she is Mm. so getting like the first thing was I had to get out of there I had to get out of the home Mm -hmm. that I was living in that Mm. I grew up in just to escape everything because it was just too much at that point Mm. to the fact where like she put her hands on me and I just couldn't I was 22 years old like Mm. that's crazy you don't think that's gonna happen when you're that old Mm. and as a kid you're thinking oh well I've done something wrong so I deserve it but then you're like wait I'm an adult now I can make my own decisions Mm -hmm. and if they're not good enough then what else is there Mm. so yeah I guess moving out I've learned that it's not always about what other people want. It's about what I want. Yeah. And I've had to put up those boundaries so that people know that they can't step over that. Mm-hmm. I think too, like with what you're saying about your mum, it kind of reminds me of a story I heard <clears throat> about um, a guy in a similar situation where his mum, in a different way, you know, was quite toxic and abusive and stuff. But, you know, she needed him. And it sounds like your mum, even though she treated you in the way that she did, she needed you around because every time she'd say, like, I want you to get out, she'd sort of retaliate and be like, no, 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 like, come back, Mm -hmm. come back. Because deep down she probably needed you. Um, And then when you finally took that last step of moving out, like, that was a big thing for her. So she did the only thing she knew how to was to retaliate and, Mm. you know, put hands on and whatnot. We talk about that in school, hands on. But, you know, (laughs) like, because you've told me this sort of, uh, like, a brief version of this story before. But 
um, you know, in a way she needed you, but she didn't know how to communicate that without almost um, regressing to a child. Because I think like to be vulnerable and to communicate to a child is you have to kind of go down to their level. But mm. yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of arguments before that point. Like it was just never a civil conversation. Mm. And it was always she was right and yeah. no, anything else was wrong. Mm. No one else, no matter how logical something was, it would always be in her head that she was right. Mm. Yeah. I really like what you said, you know, how you have to kind of get out of, out of that environment because, you know, for me in a similar way, um, it took me moving out as well, getting out of a very toxic environment to actually find out who I really was and to find my own fit and mm. to set those boundaries and recognise that I deserved a lot better and yeah. and my self-worth definitely increased and it kind of makes me think of um you know planting a seed like you plant a seed in a toxic environment it's not going to grow you know you have to literally put it in a space where it can grow and it can thrive and sometimes that means being away from your family even though mm. they're your family and I think that's probably the hardest thing too yeah I guess after everything it changed a lot as well the relationship that I had mm. with my mum it was like every time we were together, we just couldn't have just one normal conversation. It would just break out into a fight. But then after we moved out, she was the first person to put her hand up to help me move out. Mm. And then that was just weird because we weren't used to seeing her trying to help. Yeah. And then, yeah, now I guess, even though like she's still, it's hard to talk to her because it still ends up being an argument at mm. sometimes but we can sit down and have a normal conversation because there's nothing to argue about anymore. Mm. I'm not in her face 24-7, so yeah. she can't find reasons to argue. Well, she tries, I'm mm. not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. I think too, you know, like when I think of the reason why your mum would be triggered as well, you know, you probably represented everything in her life that she wanted at a point in her life but she wasn't able to attain, you know, and the more successful you became, the more she maybe resented you for your success and, you know, for wanting that so much for herself, but she couldn't obviously, yeah. you know, get there. And then when you finally moved out, like you said, you weren't in her face. So that constant reminder that she couldn't achieve this life that she wanted to obviously wasn't there. So maybe helped to kind of mellow out and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, when whenever I, I feel triggered, I find that it's usually something that I want in someone else or something that they're mirroring to me that maybe I need to work on. And like for your mum, maybe that was it. Maybe it was just that she was being mirrored like a life that she probably wanted for herself but maybe didn't have the opportunity to get or maybe she didn't, you know, want to take responsibility and do that for herself. Yeah, I know growing up my mum, she had... I guess a passion for cake making. Mm -hmm. That okay. was her love. Yeah, I love that. And then I guess after she had, so we, I have three siblings, so there's mm. four of us. And after all of the other kids, like she stopped because she didn't have time anymore. Mm. And I feel, feel like she lost her hobby that she loved and she didn't get to work. She's always been a stay-at-home mum. Mm. And I feel like that's like, she ha she's bored. There's nothing else to do but mm. pick on people, I guess, in a way. Mm, mm. And still to this day, like, 
all of the kids are now grown up. We're all grown up. My sister has a boyfriend. My brother has a girlfriend. The only one left is my little brother. Mm. But she babies him. Mm. So it's very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I think, too, you know, when... And I don't know if this is true for all parents, but I think when people become parents... You know, their first instinct is to give up everything they know to just be a parent. But you also have to maintain a level of authenticity and be genuine to what you want and yourself because that's the kind of person that you're going to be modelling to your kids. You know, you want to model someone who does follow their dreams and who still has passions and who still is independent. But, you know, like if you're only giving up, like if you're giving up everything that you know just to be a parent you almost resent yourself because you haven't kept you know hold of whatever your passion is so your mum was obviously like making those cakes and maybe one day she'll start making again and realize like why did I ever give this up Mm. yeah you really need to have like something I think that you know grounds you and centers you and maybe like that was that cake making for your mum and then she didn't have that yeah and she was trying to search for it but then couldn't and then the only thing she knew was to control her situation and her environment which included you and your siblings um, but I want to ask you like obviously you moved out and you know you're in a better state now like environment in order to grow and stuff but if you could pick you know one or two things that help you stay centered and grounded what would what would they be and why I think the one thing is being able to just know what I want in life having my goals mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and like working that. towards them that's that's the biggest thing that keeps me going every single mm-hmm, day because mm-hmm. I know what I want yeah and it's not what she wants but that's okay yeah 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 and I know that like it's not about living her life what she wanted for me mm. because in the end one day she's not going to be here and I don't want to live a miserable life knowing yeah. that I was trying to please her yeah because now that's kind of died down so that's yeah. definitely one of the reasons that keeps me going yeah um a second one i would have to say (laughs) is marcus yeah um my boyfriend because i know that he's been there from the start Mm. and even like through everything with my mom and then everything like through uni working as a teacher like it's very stressful Mm. and like having all that like bad memories of the past trying to just move on live a happy life Mm. is also where I strive to just keep going yeah I think it's so powerful you know obviously what you said about your boyfriend but I think too you know as as kids and as teenagers and even as adults we almost feel a sense of obligation to our parents you know they raised us and sometimes you know we find that they might even guilt us into being like well I brought you into this world you know like you owe it to me to mm-hmm. do xyz but I think you know there's a level of courageousness that comes with doing things your own way and mm. taking your own path in life and like I know for myself my parents were never like do this do this do this but you still feel some level of obligation to what they kind of want for you you know and I know my parents to an extent wanted me to get married and have kids and stuff and sure like I will one day but I don't feel like I need to do it in any certain amount of time just because I want to appease them and like for you you know given your experiences of abuse it's probably it was would have been likely for anyone in your situation to just do what 
your mum wanted and what you know mm. the parents wanted and stuff so I think that the fact that you're able to recognize that you know living your life according to you is what's going to make you happy is so powerful you know and I think it's inspiring for so many people who are in similar situations who are like no 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 like um, my mum did this for me like she raised me you know she put a roof over my head and and of course like our parents do provide for us but I think when you have a kid you make a decision to relinquish all control once they get you know to adulthood or whatever it is that they find a sense of independence and you know let your creation kind of mm. go out into the world and and do better and be better so I think it's amazing thank you okay um I think that pretty much covers it like I really I really love ha- like I really loved having you on it it's so thank cool you. that you're on my podcast um but I think you know it's such a powerful message you know regardless of the circumstances that you're in one of the things that anyone can do is get themselves out of a toxic environment to allow themselves to heal and I feel like the healing journey is obviously you know a really long lifelong one but um you know you seem like you're doing really well for yourself I'm very proud of you (laughs) thank you thanks so much okay (laughs) I so love that episode I think it just really highlights how easy it is to start your healing journey you know it just takes one step of removing yourself from a toxic environment and Gabrielle is such an inspiration and if you want to hear more join us on our next episode but thank you everyone bye